Hello everyone, welcome to the Married with Children podcast, bonus commentaries, the fan commentaries. My name is Jerry, and I am joined for the episode The Razor's Edge with my man, Steven Scott. How you doing? I'm doing great, Alex. Uh, I'm not Alex, but I'll take it. He has better hair than me. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have any hair. And a better beard than me when he has a beard, but right now... I think he's only got a little beard, but he had a big beard. Right now, his beard actually will kind of look um, like Steve's in this episode. Yeah, I got a beard that looks like Steve's in this episode, sort of, except I'm fatter. Oh, I have uh, what looks like um, a trailer park representation of Alabama on my face. Oh, okay. So it, it, does, it doesn't look good, but... That's okay, because Steve does look good. We are doing the Razor's Edge. Uh, if you will remember, I actually gave this episode a full 5 out of 5. Uh, one, because I love Steve. And two, there is just some super hilarious stuff in this. But before we get to that, Steven, tell us a little bit about uh, how you got into Married with Children. Well, actually, I was involved in the original run. I'm so excited. I had a Steve couple of college roommates, Jack and uh, George, we and Jack had learned now. about it, and he said, you have got to watch this show. And the first two shows I Cash saw were Poppies by the policy. Tree, the and I've been hooked ever and since. Oh, Poppies by a Tree for the beginning of season two. Fantastic. Uh, this for episode ready. right here, I want to say is right in the middle of season two. There's I Al think so. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that is awesome that you were in the original one. I was not. I didn't get to start watching it until very, very late seasons and then mostly on reruns. But anytime you see why Al's tie looks extremely short. What's going on? Yeah, it does. It always looks extremely short. I think they probably did that on purpose, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's almost like it's a Why little kid's a tie, now? and he just never bought a new one. All Steve's friends couldn't yeah, there. very likely. Or his gut got out a little bit comes back from these trips, took away from the length. Who Could knows? Be. Maybe he's still Bud's tie. Who knows? Wait a minute, would Bud wear a tie? I mean, I'm sh- <laughs> Well, may- I mean, I'm assuming they had to go to a funeral at some point in Winker County. Yeah, they would. Uh-huh. It's Though, then again, the would people in Winker County wear ties at a funeral? Steve loves his river rafting trips. Who knows? I went with him once. Who knows what people in Winker like County would do? To me, that's a big mystery. Is why does Peg go to a high school in Chicago when she's from Winker County? You know, yes, I have can. brought that up on the show before. Where I'm like, were they even in the same, like, high school? How are they in the same high school? What? Like, I don't understand it. It's one of those things I think you just have to let it go with sitcom logic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can't. I'm hiding. Uh, it makes no sense to me. Maybe everyone in Winker County has to, like, go to... There's no actual schools in Winker County? Surprise! Probably not. Oh, there's the man right there. Look at yeah, that red Steve. Best guy in the world. He is... He, Steve, he really is the best. You. What's that on your face? God, what's on his face is amazingness, Marcy. Like it? Yeah, uh-huh. and it's a well-kept beer. That's the way I like to keep yeah, he, For someone on a white uh, water rafting trip, it looks morning. really good. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And uh, on top of that, on a white water rafting trip, you wouldn't be able to shave anyway. So, of course, it's going to get there, and he's going to want to keep it. Yeah, I, I love the... the uh, it's not even subtle, the... Sexual you know, references Steve, between them. Poop too. 
Oh no! Like, he just licked his lips. She put her finger to her lips, gazing over. Wait, I don't know why she's gazing over. She just told Peggy what was gonna happen. After you shave, you can keep. Yeah, she did. Uh huh. And then, no, I'm serious. I like it. I like it. Now they're about to fight. This is Alan Pegg's shining moment. They get. This is their entertainment. Watching other people fight. It really isn't. They did it a lot for Stephen Morrissey. I mean, think about. Uh, no? Was it Thinergy where they no? were trying, or not Thinergy? There was an episode where no. Marcy and Steve were trying to figure out were going to they were going to build an extra room, or they were going to turn an extra room into something. Yeah, uh-huh. Time you want to grow up I think that it. was it. It might have been Thinergy, uh, but I can't. Don't I want to say it's I not, though. I want to say Thinergy. I want to say it was like a room of my own or something like that. It's gone. Alex is the one that can remember episode titles off the top of his head like it's nothing. Yeah, you think I'd be able to because I've been addicted to this show since I was what? 21, 22 years old. Yeah, I mean, Alex it is just one of those now. people I can, like, say something to him. He'll be like, oh, yeah, like, anyway. we'll talk about his uh, his podcast before Married to Children's Skeleton Crew. Uh, and I'll be like, yeah, do you remember when y'all said this? And he'll be like, yes, it was uh, episode 82, about 30 minutes in. We were doing this. And I'm like, wow, that's how do you remember all this? Yeah, well, i tell you what, I can. Uh, I, I did that with Star Trek. The original run. There you I was go. a big Star Trek geek, and I had so my, one of my best friends, when Kelly. Married, he and I would like race to try and now, figure out who can going. name the episode bah. first bah. in the first few seconds. Yeah, and we could do it. Sure. Funny enough, Everybody Alex is also a big fan of the original Star Trek house. series. Oh wow, that's cool. I'm okay with it. I, I grew up watching it because my grandmother's super into Star Trek. Oops. Like my grandfather even slightly looks like William Shatner, which I think is kind of weird. But uh, I love the back and forth between Bud and Kelly right here. I, I love oh, yeah, them against that. each other. Come uh, on, kids. because oh, I'm the only virgin in the house. Yeah, and here comes Steve back again. Looking just fr- look how long his tie is. Oh yeah. You know, it's like Steve knows how to dress. Of course, he knows how to do a lot of things better than Al. Yeah. Not really in the mood for this, Al. The, I, just came over I love the way he rubs it in his face too. Sometimes. Kept you awake last night. Oh, don't worry. We didn't and I guess. Uh, Especially when. The, oh yeah, said, he's talking about last night. How sad Mr. Mike and is. All there's the noise. No room at the end. <laughs> yeah, and how there's no room at the end for uh, Mr. Mike. <laughs> yeah, which is great because now because now we have Magic Mike, and I just want to sit around and be like, I wonder if. The people who wrote Magic Mike were watching this episode and just like, you know what? Steve is the perfect name to give to all these uh, just perfect body male strippers. Let's call them all Magic Mike after Steve. Well, uh, I don't know if I, if my parents would go for Magic Mike after they named me Steve so long ago. Or Steven. I know, if I was named Steven, I would, I would go as Steve. And I would tell everyone, my, oh yeah, my name's Steve Rhodes. Well, for a long time Hi. I did go by you Steve, but it changed over the years. I think it was when I was married. Oh, she liked me be, better. Called, she would always call me Stephen. So you had a slightly a, a, a beard situation going on. She was face. like, uh, I, I want you to switch face. to Steven. You said no. Your buddy you showed you a picture of his uh, uh, mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's the way it worked. Exactly. But you lost eventually. She she brought in the big guns. Ah, the women always win. That's, you know what? That does happen a lot, and uh, especially in this show. Where do I sleep? The women win a lot in this show, which is pretty funny considering 
the show for the most part is definitely aimed towards men. Yeah. Now Hi, here's man. one of my favorite parts of all. Uh, Al comes home tired. Griping about the day. And, and what's funny is if you watch this, he barely well, opens his eyes from the oh, door yes. couch. Was complaining yes. your husbands don't pay enough attention to them. And then here's Steve. <laughs> smell good today, pig. <laughs> Dressed in an apron. That's a, I mean, I would put him in a different apron, but, uh, you know, Steve's rocking an apron. What the hell are you doing here? Yeah. I live here. And he knows how to cook. He's got everything going and talking about his sleeping arrangements. Don't hesitate to tell me. And that hit him for having his feet on the table. I just cleaned that. But he also starts hitting Al with a spatula that he's cleaning after Al's been at work all day. That's when Peggy goes They're very much like a, like a woman would. It kind of reminds me of that time when uh, well, uh, the guy who played Homer Simpson, uh, this, you know, the dance show, if you remember that one? Shame yeah. Yeah, and he up. came home and this guy, played by the, the Simpsons character, was uh, like the wife because he was it's cooking food, everything. <laughs> you know what? I would actually really like to have seen in the in the late 80s early 90s yeah, if they had uh, done like a remake of the odd couple with these two oh that would have been awesome hey, yeah that would have just been it. great Mr. Rhodes is making food i have no idea what kelly's shirt is yeah, supposed look, to be it looks very native american to me her whole thing it's called an oven very much feels like that white girl who walks around and goes like, yeah i'm like 120th cherokee yeah, uh-huh. I, I live in Oklahoma, so we have a lot of people we with Indian really blood. I don't have any, but uh, they do. I love this now when, when they're gonna, when, uh, Al says, thank you, thank you Mom, kids, and everyone says, thanks, Mrs. Mr. Rhodes. I set out the but I put out the napkins. You yeah, did, uh, those blue napkins. Yeah, and now Kelly wants help on her homework. Well, I have been known. <laughs> I mean, that would be the person to go to. I wouldn't go to anyone else in this family. I I Though oh, I no. do maintain that that well, Bud is actually it. smart. He does a like. They never really complained about his grades or anything off. like that. All four burgers no, uh -uh. going at once. However, at the same time, you can't Al. trust him he because he'll convince that, he'll convince Kelly that Daniel Defoe was on the island with Gilligan. Yeah. What do, you, what do you mean that me singing the theme song to a very famous American television is show isn't the answer to this Steve book? Oh, God, yeah. It, it, and that, that and really puts Ke Kelly's level of stupidity really high. Because, you know, I grew up in the 70s and, and 80s. Kelly, right she's about my cousin's age. And uh, we all grew up watching You'll Gilligan's Island reruns. You'd you think she would have known that one. Sure. Yeah, she's pretty much the most absent-minded person ever. I, I want to bring up something right here. Al opens the door. Something I didn't bring up in the episode. Look at what Marcy's wearing. Yeah, she's, that coat. She's wearing the coat Is that she wears here? at the end of the point. She obviously yeah. was going to has something under that coat to try to no. get Steve. Even though here in a moment when she's talking to Peggy, she talks about how she won't stoop to that level. But I think she was about to stoop to it right there. Probably. I, I, would, I was surprised she didn't get a chance to. Good yeah, it Steve. almost feels like that scene shouldn't have hey, been there. Or she at should, least shouldn't have been wearing that coat. Steve, you look great. I especially like that Maybe. Because she did say well, she just wanted to talk buddy. to him. Yeah. Of course, then again, she said that later when yeah, she exactly. reveals herself. Thanks, Al, yeah. but I won't be home tonight. And now Al, he's worried about Peg, and he wants to kick her out if she made Steve mad. 
I mean, I might trade Peggy for Steve. I, I would trade Peggy for Steve, 100%. Oh, yeah, who would trade Peggy for Steve? I, I feel like uh, there's going to be a lot of people out here that are going to be like, uh, I'm not going to kick out the woman for the man. And I'm going to say, well... We're not looking at it that way. We're looking at the person who's going to clean for us, cook for us, uh, help with our ties. Five days. I haven't touched her. I haven't works at a bank. Makes good money. Uh, you can go get your feminine wilds other places, but this is the kind of person I want living with. Me. Yeah. Uh huh. To help with that stuff. I'm not a great cook. I learned how to make a few things. But, uh, no. You know, you gotta get with somebody who knows with the program on that stuff. Yeah, like I can make I can make a mildly okay hamburger help. Uh, maybe slightly above Peggy level. But I can't make up those nice little brown potatoes. Oh no, me neither. And I'm not good with uh, like a lamb rack or whatever you call it, or chicken debon or whatever it's called. Nope. Me, I can make a vegetable stew. Uh, I can cook out on the grill. Pork, great pork chop. But I'm not a great cook with an oven. I'm shaving out. Okay, now here comes one of the great exchanges here. Sit down, Steve. He can't sit down. Steve cannot sit down. And if you look, Al actually looks down toward uh, his midsection to kind of check to make sure. Uh, which oh, I thought was God. funny, but I do love I love again. Al speeches. Oh uh, yeah, they're Makes fantastic. This one has well, just some of the best. Men have the urge, and women have the answer. Uh, right, and another thing that I love that not only is the Al speech a trope for married children, See, but another trope is that in a little while Peggy's going to give her a speech of her own that is in the same vein as Al, which shows how closely they actually think together. Yeah, they really are made for each other to a certain extent. Because neither one cares for the other one, no matter what. I, they do, but in the weirdest way, they, they love each other more than anyone. There, there's been multiple times in the show where I brought up the, the love is, between Al and Peggy, have these urges. and it's just, it's just a weird dynamic between them, but it works. Don't show it because... Yeah, I remember one, I was, uh, when I think Marcy, she got the prophecy see, that she was going to die from a psychic or something like that, so she's on a plane with her boss. Wow. Oh, yeah. And Al and Peg, they the can't job. hear it, but they're holding you hands, singing I love you, babe, to each other, because they have their headphones on. Yes. And... There was a time they were watching, you know, one of my all-time favorite souls, so the Egg and I, when Steve returns and finds it, Jefferson married to Marcy, I'm gonna shave uh, Al and Peg are just gaga over each other, watching itches, Steve and Jefferson and Marcy go at each do, other. Steve, at least yeah, it's right? like Al and Peggy just need, oh, they like need something to, to bond them in moments <laughs> to really show their love, but it's or else it's just complete, up, like, how miserable can I make the other person? Just no. Yeah. Because that's their yeah, usual MO. You're right. Evolution okay. may have passed you by, but you're right. I gotta no say, uh, <laughs> we've already missed the joke where there's a, you can't take a battery right, home to meet your mother. Oh, yeah. And, like, that's a joke that I brought up on the show where I was like, they made this joke in 1987 on national TV. Yeah. That, that wouldn't fly. Oh, God, no. Like, it, like, 
you can say it nowadays because because masturbation, especially for women, is way more accepted. Um, Hell, it's probably more accepted for men. Is he ready to show? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it would take much longer for a woman to for America to get used to a woman doing that. Making Steve hold out, and it's just like the boundaries this show was breaking. It'll be a cold day. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, here's, oh, and, and here it is, too, because now Marcy is now begging. She's Calm saying down, she's so horny and she can't wait for another hour this and a half. Uh, oh, she's sniffing his sock. <laughs> yes, oh, God. Oh, no, it's Al's it. sock. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, though yeah, I do but, love uh, the alien do? show on Al Sox. I can hold out. Yeah, but she's talking about how she wants, you know, the sex as well. And now Peg's given her perspective. This hour and a half reaction is just perfect. Oh, I, I love it, too. Oh. I just got to actually see Kay uh, Seagal uh, on uh, The Connors. I watched uh, the episode she was on today. It just came out like yesterday. Uh, I missed that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't huge. They set it up to where she maybe could come back if they continue, which is good. But uh, she was basically moving from uh, one sitcom dad to another sitcom dad. Or at least trying to. And I thought that was pretty funny. Funny, especially Tonight, with how many shots this, this show has taken at the Roseanne show. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, I remember you talking about this when you originally reviewed it, but, you know, I Peggy talked that. about how the brain wants that. that blood oh, back. Please. Yeah. What does it mean yeah. when you're screaming, and it reminds oh God, me of an oh old joke. I don't know. I've heard it described by Robin Williams and Groucho Marx, but it basically says that God gave man a head and God gave man a penis. What you God failed to provide was an adequate cool blood supply to properly it run both at the pleasure. same time. But in order for it to work, <sighs> the blood has to leave the brain. Well, Peggy must have been a fan of it because here she is yeah. giving that see, same speech. Confused. Yeah. Disoriented. Mm -hmm. I also and love the joke they do, uh, screaming, oh God, oh God, but never going to church. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. That's another one that just made me Like this episode uh, is not one of those episodes it where it's like fire round jokes constantly like they do do every once in a while. But every joke is solid. Every see, joke Marcy, lands. It's one of the most consistent episodes. The writing was superb in, in this era from season Marcy. two to five. You know, Alex says three to five oh, no. is considered the golden years. I consider season two. Two part of that golden years. I no, agree with you. I, I season two just has so many good episodes, and not only that, uh, you know, I'm a little biased because of my we'll love for Steve, but I can't help it. Steve is is such a good character. He's such a good opposite to play against Al because he doesn't always go around with Al. But as the season goes on, you see how Al affects his character and changes them and changes them. And yeah. to me, I honestly believe the Bundys are directly lead, directly Al. lead to Why the divorce of Steve and Marcy. Oh, I, I would agree on that. And, and I always thought that's what makes Steve interesting is Perfectly Al chipped natural. away at that veneer of him, natural, of Steve being so condescending, thinking he yeah. was better than Al and everybody. Because yeah. look at the, what he's saying right now. Steve is literally saying, like, I, I looked at women under women's dress today with cameras, and when Al's yeah. like, that's perfectly normal. He's like, yeah, for people in your line of work, but not for me. You know, he does that all the time where he says something condescending to Al, but ends up doing something do uh, just as bad. The... You know, it was the episode Desperately Seeking Miss October. He's in the shoe store and he says, Al, you ought to go with me to an art exhibit or an opera or something. Marcy. 
and Brandy Brandt walks in and Steve yells Take out, Hooter alert. Yeah, exactly. You know, it. My he, and now, oh, I love this. He's just horrified at the sight of uh, Peggy's mother. I know. Look at his eyebrows. How how they're conveying terror and, and yeah. just not understanding how something like this could exist. Yep, look at her. Yeah, he's, over he's at a spectacular beach. actor. David oh, Garrison. God, yes. Like the Somewhere facial expressions of married with children are, are one of the greatest things ever, and it's when you really fo- focus the on them. Of her flesh. And, and oh man, it's perfect. You could I could sit almost you every episode and just go and point out every emotion a character feels There's just based off their face without hearing any of the dialogue going on. And we See, now Al's talking down to Steve. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around. Yeah, though I do feel like Al a lot of times is talking down to Steve, Steve, but not in the same way that Steve Steve is talking down because he thinks he's a better human being. Al's talking down to him because he doesn't think Steve is manly enough. Yeah, that is true. I think that's, you know, in Steve's show that he has the feminine side. He was cooking. He was cleaning. Yeah. And and he cares about his spouse. Yeah, but I mean, they, you go right there. He noticed she changed her hair, and it's a it's a common trope for men to never notice really. when a woman changes her hair. Yeah, that's true. And yet he does. And I gotta say once again, because I love this joke when I said in the episode, did Marcy steal that trench beard, coat from Raphael, face, and is she gonna go see the Critters movie? It does not enhance uh, your business that's a good persona, question. and it makes me terribly. I unhappy. never thought about that. So I appeal and to I like this. She's trying to appeal to his intellect. And good you know, she's explaining you logically. Shave the beard. No, he says. No. Yeah, he doesn't even like. In that case. <laughs> explain it or anything, and then she, bam. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> a perfect visual gag the... with the shaver. Yeah. Oh. And he throws that picture of Peg's mother over. Yes. And now. Yeah, now Peg and Al are left alone. <laughs> Peg, you know those little brown potatoes? And they give each other the, can you do, can you do? <laughs> and it comes down to Al, neither one of them can you know be as good as Steve is. No. So they're going to go get Burger King. <laughs> can you do yeah. that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at the eye twitches. It's perfect. The eye yeah. twitches. Are up. It's so good. I, I, oh, I love it. It's, it's just, I don't know. What, out of five, what would you uh, give this episode? I gave it a five. I think it's a perfect episode. It's out of that era, the second to fifth season. The joke, the writing is just spectacular, and they they really tapped into the characters and the character and the actors gave their all. They, they really are. did. It's top notch performances in this episode. Yeah. Oh yes. That's, you know, and of course, like I said, of our bias, you know, Steve, David Garrison is just spectacular at that role. Yeah, 100%. I think uh, in our season two wrap-up show, I think I gave this uh, my second favorite episode with the poker game being my first and also you in court being my number three. Um, but man, I'd had to rewatch the poker game because I almost feel like uh, maybe this one could top it. It is. It is just that good it is very good and something i did when i first jumped on these uh, podcasts 
was that I kind of picked the ones, well, I don't like that one, I don't like that one too much. I went back and listened to all of them and watched all of them. And I've learned to appreciate a few of them that, you know, I thought, well, I didn't think I need to watch that particular episode or watch or listen to that particular podcast. But it's made me appreciate some of those older ones, like the poker game. I think I'd only seen that maybe one or two times. And now I can put it in my disc player and watch it and watch that one as well. Yeah, that, that's the great thing about podcasts is uh, it's usually people giving a perspective on something that you may have never thought of because when you watch something for a podcast under that critical eye, um, it changes how you watch it. And it made me appreciate a lot of things for Married with Children I had never appreciated before because I was just like, I'm just going to sit down and laugh, ha, 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 uh, I'm dumb, whatever, didn't matter. Um, but when you have to sit down and actually watch the episode and watch how jokes land and and actually study it yes. on a critique how much of this is actually working it's a completely different ball game and i love the married with children podcast uh even though i'm not on the main uh show anymore i love still helping out i love still getting here and doing these patreon commentaries and i absolutely love listening to the show i look forward to it every wednesday at the duty bar and so can you though if you're hearing this you're already a patreon member so you already know this but uh hopefully this keeps you on as a patreon member steven thank you for coming on and joining me thank you for being a patreon member and supporting your local nudie bar i hope you had a lot of fun here i did i had a great time and i have a great time listening to the show i was listening to it on my way home just a while ago oh yeah because we're recording this on a wednesday and an episode came out uh, i haven't got to listen to it yet but my dude aaron duncan's on it and i love that guy so i can't wait to listen to it um, so shout out to Alex, Dan, and Jamie for keeping the show alive and keeping it running. And it's your it's your number one stop for Married with Children action. It's it's basically an hour worth of special features on every single episode, and no one else is doing that for you. So you might as well show your love for Married with Children and jump on that Patreon. We are about to get out of here. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed this. And, uh, Stephen, do you got any last words for the people? Yeah, I'm going to say I'm just a big fan. And, uh, you know, this is the best. I, I was so glad I found this podcast. I was so glad. Uh, I've never got much into podcasts until this show. Yes. Oh, and if you're hearing this, it should have come out before the 100th episode. Make sure you are getting in your voice clips for that 100th episode and sending them over to Alex. Um or hell, send them to me and I'll get them to Alex. Either way, get them over there. Uh, but that's it. We are out of here. Thank you. I will see you again shortly with another fan commentary. If you're on our Patreon and you want to jump on a fan commentary, come and do it. It's not that hard. Uh, it took us, what, 10 minutes to get set up? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. And Steven's never done this before. And here never. he is, knocking it out of the park. Never. So, and I had a great here. time. Exactly. So we are out of here. Thank you, everyone. We will see you uh, the next time. Uh, and another Patreon member will come on, pick an episode, and we will review it. Um, but I am out. Thanks for uh, tuning in, guys. And we will see you next time. <laughs>